hungry. hungry. Run the track. Darling, there's only one God. Darling, there's only one God. The Dirty Bag Podcast is your virtual check-in spot to celebrate the highs, unpack the lows, and sort through the in-betweens of life. It's a place to laugh, cry, self-correct, and cut up. I'm your host, Cookie, and I'm in these grown folk trenches right along with you. Welcome to today's episode of the Dirty Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Cookie, and we about to get into a little boss talk today. First of all, okay, so y'all know I'm a St. Louis girl, so you will hear me uh, refer to my city and show love to my city repeatedly. I'm never going to not do that. And to kind of take it back to why I want to do this episode today, in 2019, St. Louis actually led the nation um, in female entrepreneurship. Like this is, so this is before the pandemic, so we was really doing it. But since the pandemic hits, there are so many stories of women betting on themselves. And today I got two more entrepreneurs with me. Of course, you guys heard from Denitria last week um, when we were uh, talking about the spirit not being your little friend. But today she is joined by Danielle James, another dope ass entrepreneur. And I'm a little biased because she also happens to be blood. So Danielle, go ahead and say hello to the people. Hello, guys. Good morning, everyone. I'm really excited to be here today and speak to all of you guys and just share my story with you guys. And I'm just, I'm ready. Denitria, come on back and say hi to your family. (laughs) Good morning, everyone. I'm excited to be here to talk about our journey of being mothers and entrepreneurs. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we're going to hop right into it. We ain't even got a pussyfoot around here. So first I'll ask um, with Denitria, if you want to go ahead and explain your journey into entrepreneurship, well, what made you want to go that route? And I'll ask you both. What made me want to start my journey in in entrepreneurship is kind of funny because I, I worked with this lady and she was just so mean like it was just a struggle and I seen all her credentials and everything and I was like you know what I'm gonna start my own business but I was so afraid to take the first step it was scary but I did it anyway I was like I'm gonna launch my own business I'm like if if she could do it I can do it and well I guess just a backstory um just taking like leaps of faith I used to When I was in college, I used to work for this company called Paychex. Now, they would not allow me to do like the um, internship program with them. And I needed this internship credits in order to graduate. Because I went to like the business school um, at Harris. So it was like, oh, my goodness, am I about to let my security, my job hold me back from something I have worked so hard at? Like. So it was like this little leap of faith. And I applied for this internship with Wells Fargo, but I knew that the internship wasn't permanent. It was just strictly these four or five months just to give me the credit to graduate. So I ended up leaving my job, taking that leap of faith. And when I took that leap of faith, I think it ignited something in me. This was back in 2015, August 2015, when I got that internship with Wells Fargo. 
Um, I connected. I met so many different people there. And I ended up applying. They were like, you should apply for this program. It's called the ONTAP program. Um, I ended up applying for it. And I had met this guy named Randy who was over it. And when I applied, they ended up hiring me full time. So I became a full time worker in February um, of 16. And which was the same year that I had ended up graduating. Saying that to say, so it was just like that one thing had like ignited something in me. Like you have got to be able to take risk because right. if you don't take those risks, you'll never know what's on the other side. So right. as I'm in Wells Fargo now, I'm like, oh, I got me a better job <laughs> taking a risk from just being this little branch receptionist. Um, now I'm here at Wells Fargo, like, what? I'm making good money, great benefits, but it just started to not be enough. Um, I was tired of like the ceiling being put on me of like my income. Right. I was tired of not being able to like attend stuff at school with my kids, like my daughter doing pumpkin patches, my son having band concerts. I got to put in for PTO. Now this is becoming an issue. Right. And then I had already started, um, Coldwell Gundager, I did their um, real estate school and I had got my real estate license. So I was like, okay, so I'm also just sitting on this real estate license too that I can't use because I'm putting 10 plus hours in a day at Wells Fargo. And it doesn't matter how hard I work at Wells Fargo, my paychecks are always the same. Um, It just started to not be enough. And then I had also started this little exotic wear company that I couldn't really, I could see it going somewhere, but I just wasn't available to put that time and energy into it. Um, And one day in August of 2019, not one day, August the 2nd, I said, you know what? I think I'm I'm back at this point. It's time for me to take another leap of faith. And I just did it. And I was so nervous, like when I did it, because that was my, once again, I'm leaving my security. This is everything right. that's paying my bills. What I know, like for sure, for sure. This is, all right, guys, this is what I know. Um, and I just took that leap of faith. And I honestly could just say like, God is just good. That was probably one of another best decision that I've made, like, deciding to, you know, get on the entrepreneurial journey. I remember sitting in the car talking to you about it and you didn't seem scared at all. It just seemed like you might've needed a little hype, but you already had the vision. You pretty much knew what you wanted to do and how it was just like, I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna do it. I feel like, like you, I think it's like crazy how women will have ideas and you know, it's genius, but you got to hype yourself up to do some shit that you know damn well, you would just crush. So why do you think, First of all, and let's, can we go back to the fact that like, again, 2019 St. Louis entrepreneur women was killing it. Why do you think that there's such a hustle in the hometown for women to just make shit happen? I think, well, for a lot of us, we, I come from somewhere and I think a lot of people in St. Louis, just period, we, this is such a small city, but a lot of us, and especially a lot of black women don't really come from, well, I don't want to say a lot of us, but a lot of a lot women of that I know don't come from, um, you know, just privileged families. So it's just like you you have to work. You have to get out and, you know, get your- me. And that was another thing. I wanted to be able to be home with my kids. You know what I'm saying? And entre- being an entrepreneur, you're able to have that flexibility of being able to be at home with your kids. You can flex your schedule how you need to you know, and still make your money without feeling like, man, I got to call off at this job or I can't go in or feeling the pressures and then trying to 
work for another company and build your business is challenging. I believe you have to be all in to be able to really, really be able to win how you need to win. And then these jobs, the ceiling. You know, you only can make so much where when you working for yourself and that's why the online business is booming. I'll tell you, because I did entrepreneur because I didn't get in many spaces of my entrepreneur journey. I cut grass as a, as a black woman. Um, when I left my job, I was cutting three yards. And I, that's how bad I wanted to get out of that toxic work environment. Right. That's how bad I wanted to get out that toxic work environment is because I like she said you got to take that leap of faith and be willing to to, you know get out her and you know after that I ended up putting 70 yards a month like the inflow was real so (laughs) my arms ain't that strong my first year cutting grass I was cutting 500 I cut over 500 yards my first year in business that's why you in shape Look at her or body strong. Body strong as fuck. That's, that's why I say it's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. So yes. So y'all both do like real estate, right? Y'all are in that field. So state is very good because it's it's work, but it's not like work because really for me, what real estate is, is it's just relationship building. So right. it's just like you're going, you're meeting people, you're talking to them, you're listening to all of their wants, their needs. Um, and it's just kind of like, okay, I see exactly what it is that you want. Let me go and see what I have and what I can provide for you. It's just more of like a, it's customer service. I mean, it's a job, but it's, it's, it's more relationship building for me. And then it's just like, it's rewarding in the end. And you're building these relationships with people who can potentially down the line, you don't know what your relationship may, you know, come to or blossom into how you guys can kind of um, just kind of, I don't know, like leverage from each other or learn from each other. Um, I I think real estate is, is amazing because it's something that'll also always be around because we'll always need land, we'll always need a place to, to live. So that that's something I would highly encourage any and everyone to get into. Even if you don't want to be an agent, you could become an investor or just, you know, that's, that's definitely something I would strongly encourage people to get into and to learn about. Okay. And I asked about this on an episode I did a while back with uh, a tailor-made boss. When you make the leap to do your own thing, because obviously you come from a good job, you come from a good career, you're making good money too. So when you're making the decision to walk away from a good salary, because I did it as well, the, the naysayers and the people putting their fears on you. That is something that, and I have learned from with the Wells Fargo to the exotic work company. I tend to not, now I'm very open to suggestions, um, opinions, you know, thoughts and all of that. But at the same time, what you can never do is take what somebody else has to say about your vision to heart, because at the end of the day, that's not their vision. And God didn't give them whatever vision that it is that you have. So they're not going to see things the same way that you see them. You have to, and then even if you do, and I'm one of those people, I'm willing to bump my head because I'm not going to take it as like an L or a loss. I'm going to take it as an experience. So now I'm going to go back and revisit this and do it differently. And it's going to always be naysayers. Oh girl, you can't do this. You can't do this. I wouldn't do this. Girl, this is a good job. How dare you leave this good job? What about what you going to do for your kids? What you... I know what I'm gonna do for my kids because I know what's in me and I know what vision God can put in me. And Come on, you know, now. Make it. 
We Think don't treat ourselves. <laughs> yes, and that, that's what people will do, and they'll deflect all of their like insecurities or whatever it is that they may have the doubt in themselves on you because. And I don't want to say that they don't want you to win, but sometimes people just don't want you to win because they're too scared to step out on faith themselves. Like, yes, you know, you, you can never listen to the naysayers. And then another thing, I can never really take too much advice from someone that has not been to where I'm going. So Mm. how can I expect you to see what it is that I see when we're just two completely different places right now? You've not even seen where I'm, you're not even at where I'm trying to get to. Not even where I'm at right now, but I'm listening to you because you may have some logic or valid points, but. Well, I'm just really nice. I'm going to let you talk. (laughs) What did that? (laughs) It was a a quote that said, it's too many flies trying to tell bees how to make honey. And I saw that and was like, ooh, right. Mm -hmm. You might get stuck. (laughs) Right. Right. That's real. That's real. People push their fears on you. But I mean, I'm not saying it's not warranted. I think that what our families taught us, just like you need to go to college, go to college and get a good job. That's what I was told to do. Nobody told us about the debt that comes with student loans. Nobody Mm -hmm. ever. I don't think I was ever asked when I was young, what do you want to do? What would make you happy? So what I try to tell my son is like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to ask you, what is it that you can't stop? What do you wake up thinking about? What do you go to sleep thinking about? What feeds your spirit? Because anybody can get a good job. You speak well enough, you go to school, you get the right amount of education to get in certain doors. You can get a good job, but what defines a good job? Because when you put in the time, there's people with good jobs that still live paycheck to paycheck. So... (laughs) so they no seriously there is yeah and you're not even happy so you live in paycheck to paycheck you got a title but you're still miserable and it ain't covering them bills because the more you make they tax a hell out of you it's just so many variables that go into that and that too and even if you like you said you can have a good job and even if you're not living paycheck to paycheck you have to have something i believe in like balance like in life you have to have some type of fulfillment like a purpose because even if you're waking up you can make three thousand dollars every week twelve thousand dollars a month but if you are not happy what are you doing you're still gonna that's just like kate spade this lady was a million i mean she's kate spade right you know she killed herself because she was depressed like unhappy so you have to have some type of fulfillment in whatever it is that you're doing either because it's it's about the money, but it's not just always about the money because the money is going to come. You need to do what you love, what you're passionate about. And when you're passionate your about purpose. something, you can find a way, right, and then your purpose, then you, you can monetize like off of this. So, you're just making room for you. Your gifts yes. making room for you. Yes. Your and I, and I, you know what? I was dealing with this agency, which I'm not dealing with now, thank God. And one conversation, it really it messed me up. He was like, um, ain't no such thing as balance. Ain't, ain't, ain't no balance. And I had mentioned like, you know, I'm really intentional about parenting. And I made the shift I did career wise, because I wanted to be present for my daughter. I wasn't present for my son. I did the whole grind, 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 but it was a grind to make somebody else's company richer. And I was missing out on stuff and it wasn't worth it. So I was like, you know, me, I don't, I'm not judging nobody else's parenting, but I do want to be present, but I want to do what I love. Y'all keep just saying money, 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 but you're not talking about whether or not people are happy. So the minute I heard that, it was just like, I, right, this ain't, this ain't going to work either. Cause you can't tell people what their purpose is. You can't tell folks that if you're just making money, you're all right. And that's not, I think that's why so many women did, especially during the pandemic was like, this is some bullshit. 
Like, let me figure out what makes me happy. You in home, you depressed, you, you in them four walls, don't know what's happening and you're not happy. So I think people really did some soul searching this past year and just said, you know what? I'm a bet on myself. Cause what do I have? If I need exactly. to go back to a job, cool. But I'm a bet on myself. That's right. And that's another thing too, like job security, anything can happen to us. And these jobs will, you out of here, your next person that put in the app is in your spot. Like, right. That, and that, the pandemic the lets you know that too. The pandemic lets you really know, ain't no such thing as job security no. at all. Businesses got shut down. So people were forced to look in the mirror. People, people were forced mm-hmm. to look at life differently and, People don't want to go through that. So a lot of businesses, I believe, were birthed through this pandemic because they don't want to feel like it, you know? Well, yes, like, um, yeah, the world can change. And I mean, then our kids were going through it as well because they at home, they don't know what the hell going on. Their lives change. So with y'all getting into entrepreneurship, how has it changed you or has it changed you as mothers? For me, it made me more aware it made me more present with my daughter and it motivated me even more in my business this is the reason why I wake up this is the reason why it's important for me to be successful in my business because I want to be present with my kids I want to help my daughter you know read her book I want to be there and potty train my daughter because my first daughter I don't I just don't know where I was at you know even you know, eight years ago, but with my two-year-old, I want to be more present in her life. I want to be there. So both matter. Being a mom and my entrepreneur matter. And I make sure that, that it doesn't infringe upon both because I make the decision because, you know, I'm the CEO of my business. Right. What about you, Dan? So, so with me, I have found myself and I, and I have been kind of struggling with this at the moment, the balance, because I'm just kind of in this season where really I've been just like grinding, 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 grinding. And I've been very selfish. So it has been taken away from like other relationships with like my kids. And because right now, Danny is on like a grind and I've got somewhere to get. And I just feel like in this season right here, while my business just has the momentum that it has, I can't afford to slow down. So I'm finna, I'm like, I'm on go mode. I'm gonna keep going because I want y'all to have something and I'm willing to sacrifice these next two, three years. So the next 10, we can look like, just kick our feet up. Like, and definitely I'm trying to leave something to my kids. Like, I I don't want to just be doing this just to do it. I'm, I'm beating my feet like this. So we can get somewhere. We're going to see the benefits like from the the, the, the seeds that I'm sowing. You know what I mean? We're we going to reap all of these benefits. So entrepreneurship for me at the moment has been really controlling like my life, to be right. perfectly honest. Um, it's, it's, I don't sit down as much doing homework. I don't cook as much. I don't do a lot of things as much because I'm so dedicated and just I'm so like focused, like tunnel vision on what it is that I have going it gets hard for me to like take away from it. Like right now, really, I'm talking to you guys. I plan on like <laughs> making some outfits, like stoning while we talk. I was going to say, I know it's like it's gotta, it, I, it, Yes, it, it's just, it, it got to keep going. Like nothing, I'm just in the season where nothing can stop my show right now. Like I got to, I just, I got to keep it moving. My momentum is just this too. And I will be, I just, I can't see myself like slowing down for nothing. 
Like that's just kind of where I'm at right now. And and I hate that because a lot of relationships that I have will fail, um, not with my children, but I'm just saying like in relationships in general, from friendships to uh, intimate, you know, boyfriends, whatever relationships. But if you really understand me, like where I've been and where I'm going, you're just going to support me through this process. So when we get to the, 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 the sunshine, daylight, whatever on the other side, but right now I'm on go mode. <laughs> The fall off of relationships, though. Okay, so friendships, and because I, I think we were talking about this the other day. Denitria was like, everything is intentional right now. Like when people are trying to take up right. places, like what, what is this conversation, Lee? I don't want to sit around and bullshit. I don't have a whole lot of time for bullshit. So if you calling me, how is this helping me? How is this growing? What I'm yep. trying to do? We spent way too many years just bullshitting our time away putting our energy towards stuff that probably brought us down because you know the state of what we live in right now but have you noticed that like your your relationships and your conversations are a hell of a lot more intentional these days because you just ain't got the energy to waste definitely definitely you have to really have like Wadenia, you need their support around you and right. a lot of people not gonna understand that because if you're not helping me get where I'm where I'm trying to go, that means that you're weighing me down. And yep. I can't I can't afford that. Like I'm trying to get where I'm going. That's why you know being more intentional. That's why I like to talk to have friendships with other entrepreneurs. So we go through seasons where we may not talk, and that's yep. okay because we both see each other. We both grind we you know what i'm saying and when we do have conversations they good because then we can have those conversations about our businesses so that's where i am with with friendships and um with friendships and relationships and being more intentional with being friends with people who are entrepreneurs because i know they don't understand me versus somebody who working a nine to five but we still need our nine fives because y'all y'all pay for shit though. Ain't nobody knocking y'all because y'all be <laughs> we love y'all, y'all. Y'all, y'all run up a bag. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that inner circle. Right. You know what? The best feeling I had the other day, somebody asked me to do something as it pertains to their business because some changes they're making. And you know, I, I would have had no problem with it regardless, just because of what we got going on right now. But when she hit me with the okay, so what is this rate gonna be? I don't know what it was about that that just melted my heart because it came from my sister. Like sometimes, you know, everybody wants the homie discount or the homie hookup with shit. But the fact that she asked me to do something and didn't even think to go that way, but she immediately was, was like, now what's the rate? And 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 paid. And it was just like, this is beautiful. I'm loving these type of relationships. Now we all from St. Louis. We ain't ain't nobody privileged on this motherfucker. None of us. Now, Danielle, right. Joe shit's particularly because your story is unique you also come from a political family and you chose not to go that route when most people would have went there oh and and of course you know all the ins and outs right half of my my dad's side they are they do have a political background um so i do have that and i feel like and i'm so thankful for that that's that that definitely gave me a different exposure. It exposed me to like different environments, just different things. Um, you know, it just kind of made me a little more well-rounded. And then I have my mom's side where we hood, baby. it's the exact opposite. <laughs> so it's just like, I do have that political on my dad's side, but that's not really where I come from core. So you did the opposite of what most people would have did. And that takes balls. 
to do? Yeah, I guess I never really look at it like that, though. Never? Never, because I guess that's just, that's never been me at heart. And that's what I'm saying. I'm more of, I guess, a James than a Bosley. I've yeah. always been a James. I struggled. I didn't have like silver spoon. <laughs> Maybe we struggled. Like, this would be a whole nother like podcast. I come from nothing like the rose from the concrete. Like my yeah. mother was like drug addicted and everything like this. So I can't really, I can relate, but I really can't relate because that was just like a vacation. I'm visiting there. So this was like, right. that was like a relief for me from the, the real life that I had going on at home. Right. So I guess maybe that's another reason why I just, I, I, I could never really see me, I guess, taking that route. Cause it just was, I guess it, it just was never like me at core. That was just my dad's house. So they, they gave me just an outlet from whatever I had that was really going on at home. Let me tell y'all about, okay, so we like originally like Walnut Park Northside is like our beginnings. So this, this kind of gives you an inside look into what would make, listen, we Walnut Park and Baden, honey, but we just, yeah, like we, we lived on Ren, 5432 Ren. I remember the house getting shot up, like somebody shooting through the house, not on purpose. They were just running through the alley and was randomly shooting and our house just happened to be there. So got shot. We ducked for about 10 minutes, set up, and kept watching Wheel of Fortune. Like that's what we come from. So yeah, that was the normal. So to come from that, I'm Northside Kennerly for me. Listen, okay. We was all I think that yeah, y'all lived on Kennerly. Northside. Okay, okay. Look, so when you grow up in Northside to like bet on yourself and not just be a product of that environment. I think that's some really dope ass because we know we grew up with a lot of kids. We played tag with a lot of kids that didn't make it out. I feel like I used to be embarrassed like my story, like my mom and a lot of things. But just right now today, like where I am, just like looking back on everything. I'm so thankful because this is molded me into who I am. Like I would not be this person if I hadn't went through all the things that I went through. Um, I feel like it, it, it made me just, you know, it won't more. And I know a lot of people that were silver spoon fed that cannot really fend for themselves. Like as an adult, they don't know how to leave the nest right? because they've never really had to deal with any real world, just any, you know, like they, they've had it so easy to where it's almost like they've been like handicapped and, you know, they just, they don't know how to. Just, I don't want to say like adult, but they just, it's, it's difficult for them because they've always had it so easy. They've been silver spoon fed. Whereas I had a wood spoon. So baby, was it, I baby, just, that wasn't a wood spoon. That was a plastic spoon. That motherfucker broke. We no, had the plastic, plastic was, the, the wood got you splinters. The plastic was okay. Oh, shit, we true. had wood. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had, I had wood. Like I, I did. <laughs> I could another podcast, guys. I, I've got some stories. We like will some, do a part some, some two on stories. that because we're cousins. Our mothers are Seriously. sisters. So we got kind of similar stories, but it's just the idea that you can come from nothing, but nothing. get this good job that we were told to get and decide that it ain't enough and have the balls to go. It's I'm not, not enough settling because for why, what I was told was good. Right. Why does a good, a good job just have to be enough for me? I think I'm better than just a good job. I think I can create a good job for other people. Ooh, that's a boss. And innovation, but we wasn't taught that. We was taught mm-hmm. to go to school. No one taught us about 
walking in our purpose. And that's why even with our kids growing up, it's important to teach our kids how to, you know, walk in your purpose and how to create your own flow, your own money and different things. So they won't experience that. They're stagnant, you know, as they get older and they still dependent upon your money. So I think it's important to teach our kids as we or entrepreneurs how to either be entrepreneurs or to do what they love as well because we should all work to being a service in this world we should all serve some way no matter how much money you got in a bank or this and that because i make sure i tell my daughter i don't care if i got a million dollars it's my million dollars and you're gonna work you i work for it like that's right yeah i'm with warren buffett you know like because other than that, then your kids, I've seen grown parents upset with their kids because their kids just are so dependent up on them for things and they can't do anything in themselves. Like, no, I want you, I want to raise my child to to operate in their purpose. I don't mind paying for their education or being that support, but I think it's important for our kids to find their own path as well. Right. Well, I you don't always be there. Like I lost my mom at 14 and my grandmother literally less than a year afterwards. So what I learned at an early age, I don't want anybody else to learn this lesson is that you got to kind of be ready to handle your business because nothing is permanent. Like people are their own right. time. They really are. So you, so spoiling your kids and not teaching them to think for themselves or make decisions for themselves, you are crippling them because you don't know when your clock going to run out. But that's that's one of them things. But okay, so to people that are probably listening, like they thinking about doing it, they thinking about uh, making a leap, give a success story of what happened to you. We know the pitfalls and the the rough part of entrepreneurship. But what beautiful happened for you that made you think, why didn't I do this a long time ago? When I start seeing the paycheck that I was getting up at six o'clock in the morning for, Leaving work at six o'clock in the evening doing overtime when I start st- working two weeks too. When I start seeing that in 24 hours, <laughs> I said, Oh, I can never go back to anybody's desk. <laughs> like I just I can never go back to nobody like dictating my schedule. Like right. it's too much just just the the financial freedom and then not just the financial freedom, um the just the freedom of just like my 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 schedule, um, I make my, and set my schedule. I can get up comfortably and drop my kids off to school, pick them up. I don't have to worry about, hey, could you please get my baby off the bus, calling my mama, or, you know, it's just, it was just one of the best things I could have done. It just, it, it opened my mind up as well to so many other different things versus the norm. Get a good job and, you know, go to work and, you know, I don't have to do that to be successful, Right. you know? And think about everybody that tried to talk you out of what you was doing. Even I was trying to like, well, maybe you should. Uh, it, and it was this. so many people <laughs> that were telling me, um, you know, maybe that wasn't a good idea for me. Like they wouldn't suggest me to leave my job. And then they were also just telling me just the the idea that I had about running a lingerie business was just not um, well, an exotic bar business just was probably not a good look for me because I've always been like corporate. Um mm. They just couldn't see me in, you know, that uh, industry just, I guess, just doing well. But God said Look otherwise. And I, it. 
and look at it now. Every time the post pop up, I'll be like, look at my cousin. Look at it. Just look at her. Just <laughs> look at her. Look at her go. But now it's and, and the money. I mean, it's cool. It's I mean, it's, it's it's definitely financially rewarding. But now, what I will say is, entrepreneurship is not for the weak. You okay. have to have some tough skin because you do. You're gonna fail a lot of times before you get it right. Like it's been a month where I probably have made like little to no money. You know, so you 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 have to be prepared for like the the ups and downs. And, you and that's why that's why you love what you do too. Yes, because if you don't love it, as soon as the money is not coming through or something, it's just like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? I, I should have never left my job. Now you, you you're that's going crazy. Point. You want to go back to what you know. But if you really are invested and you really love what you do and this is your passion, you're gonna stick it through to the end. Like, you know what, this is just a rough month, but we're gonna get this together. Right. Um, you're gonna be like a tree planted. Planted. You know, you have to be like a tree planted on them dry days, the, you know, through all the seasons. Yep. Yes. And that's how you grow is when you committed, when you ain't making no money and you committed mm-hmm. when you are making money. Yep. And that's you got to be able to do that as an entrepreneur. You got to, you know, it was months before I started making money in real estate because I left my coupon because I was an extreme couponer making. You were almost five plus grand a month you know Mm -hmm. as an extreme like I was really extreme with it and when the pandemic hit it just I I wasn't making money for months but uh you know that's why it's important to say but I was committed to my vision I was committed to making it happen I was motivated my kids motivated me they pushed me and it didn't matter what nobody thought I make my decisions and then tell people because people be like you what watch me so, you right. know, then they have their objections. I make decisions and then I tell people. I went and bought a whole vehicle and then told everybody. And that's people, that's why people, my family always looking at me like crazy because I make my decisions and then I tell everybody. You probably, I learned that like telling somebody something before the baby is born, so to speak, while you're in the birthing process to probably keep it to yourself. Like it's not a bad idea to just be quiet in your building uh-huh. phase because people can talk you out of something that you knew a vision that you know was given to you so I definitely understand the importance of keeping some things to yourself while you creating but to go back to the point about doing what you love and that was an important point to make sure you love it because now we got folks pushing everybody to just get an LLC like y'all ain't doing this because you ain't got a business so you're right it ain't for everybody everybody ain't really got a business idea but everybody is <laughs> trying to force people to get a business because that's the way so that's why I love because about it's just what you said. It's a wave. So yeah. you, and I wouldn't. I, I mean, I definitely would strongly encourage people to, you know, if there's something that they love, you know, definitely, you know, get you an LLC, start, you know, build your business. But you don't just build a business just because that's the wave. You'll burn yourself out. Like you just you keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it's just it's it's not gonna work because that's not your passion or your purpose. So you just you just really that's just a trend for you where it's a lifestyle for me ah, yeah like it's a <laughs> take your stimmy and buy some land baby what land we finna buy with fourteen hundred dollars well i mean you might be able to <laughs> y'all up here making these wild suggestions to folks it's exactly just i've been cracking up i'm like if y'all don't leave people alone why don't you tell them to take their stimmy and buy stuff from your business while you shaming people stop doing that like, right and entrepreneurs look so Everybody trying to make it look so sexy, but honey, they not, they not Ooh. with you at night. 
you know, when you trying to three, figure four out o'clock in the morning, oh running off for two hours of sleep. I was just talking to my cousin last week. I had literally went to sleep at like five o'clock. I had to maybe like an hour and a half, maybe two nap. Well, no, it was about an hour and a half. I had to get right up, get my kids to school. I was like so tired. Even when I dropped them off at school, my phone was like dinging, going crazy. And this is like the top of the morning. I'm dropping my son off here at school at 8.15. My daughter has to be there by nine. I have people on my phone. Hey, could you come meet me? I just like, I just want to take a nap. I'm so tired. Like, please. <laughs> but as I told her, she was on the phone with me as I was like meeting people. The show goes on. Like you, right. you gotta, you gotta keep, you gotta push. keep it going. You gotta, gotta you keep up, pushing. You right, you up at three and four in the morning when ideas coming. Three and four in the morning, you may even be crying. You, it's all of that. All you yep. gotta be committed to all the seasons yep. of your business, all of them, because you're gonna experience all that. Even growing is painful too. Yes, yes. What I was telling my cousin about is just like within business, something that I have learned from starting a business is that, um. If you don't have any like structure to the way that you are doing things, yes, you'll definitely like burn yourself out because it's just like you, it's just like you on a treadmill, just running, going nowhere fast. You have so you have to have systems in place and systems save yourself some time, energy, and money. That's what the, I put them acronyms for oh systems. Yes, save yourself it. some time, energy, money. Seriously, you get you some systems in place, like it makes things a lot easier. Like you, you write that stuff down. You go off of those business plans because I was doing it at first. Like it's in my head and I'm such a thinker, but I'm an overthinker. Like my head gets so clouded to where I'm trying to run off of my head. You can't do that. You have to have some systems, some stuff set up, stuff set up. Write that stuff down and like go off of it. Like hit them check marks. Like you, you, you need that structure. You got to have systems in place. It won't work without it. Right. Now, I hear what she's saying. Building a business is like building a house, honey. Yes. Yes. You need it those is. systems in place. And you also have to work in your business. You also have to learn your business. And you also have to invest in yourself to help grow your business. Right. Continuing education. That's yep. right. I'm here for that. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, I agree with that a whole, like, wholeheartedly. You have to be, I'm every role in my business. Like I'm marketing, I'm the worker, I'm the, I, I sew, I'm stoning, I'm promoting, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything. Like I'm every role in my business. And somebody asked me the other day, they was like, what's your title? And I was like, everything. It's not like boss. It's not, I, I would never say boss. I was just like, I'm a worker. I don't know. Like I, I do it the all. Whole operations owner, owner, owner. That's why I say owner. <laughs> She's the whole operations <laughs> manager. <laughs> Yes. But, okay, and you said this to me once. We were talking about teaching yourself every aspect of the business you can, so that way, because some people say no, hire out, which I'm in between both. Like, Mm-mm. I believe in that, but I believe in learning everything about my business, like every single little detail from the ground up, and that's just me how I am because I want to know everything. So when I do put somebody in this position, I've already done it, so I know exactly how it should be ran and then this person can probably add on new fresh ideas something that I may not have known but I've got the basis of it like the blueprint that way if anything happens to this person or they decide to leave or go elsewhere because VA is also trending you know hiring a VA everybody you know but you can hire a VA and if you don't know your own yard they just gonna take your money so 
it's important that, like like she said that you know every aspect of your business so when you do hire out you know exactly what to expect from them yes you know exactly what to expect i think we don't trust people either <laughs> that too no <laughs> But you don't want to waste money, so you can waste money hiring people. Um, I definitely you can spent waste a lot money, of money hiring people. I spent a lot of money early. I forked out a lot of money on a couple of projects. I want to save months back, and when I look back on it, it's like I actually could have did that myself. I really could have did that myself. But you don't think about that when you just like I want this, that, and the third. But it was like, girl, you could have. Don't take money off the table if you don't have to. Don't take food, you know. That's just something that I. But I think that's just that's part of it. You needed that experience. Sometimes we have to knock our head to know. Okay, you know what? I'm not doing that again. Or you know what? Before I hire it out, I'm gonna make sure that I know it inside and out. Or I'm gonna make sure that's something that I absolutely yeah. have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you gotta make sure because there's a lot of tools for businesses too, like all these apps and all of that. Those are great, but you also need to learn them. Otherwise, you're just paying a monthly subscription. You don't know nothing about it. Right. I would say, um, I know it probably sounds super cliche, but come on, world really does belong to those who take risk and nothing venture, nothing gained. If you don't step outside of like that fear, you'll live in it forever. And that's just, you're living regret. Like you, you, you gotta be willing to, and even if you do bump your head, don't take it like to heart or as a loss and it just keeps you down. You just, you learn from it and you got to be resilient. You just got to keep going. Like it's going to be okay. If this is something that you really want to do, nothing can stop you. Even a fall or 17 falls, you get back up at 18 and kill it. Right. <laughs> 18 might change your life. Because 18, that 18 time, that 17 time you fail, you get back up 18. That might just be the one to change your life and not just your life, your family's life. But now you create generational wealth. Right. You should do it. Right. That's what you really want to do. Yes, ma'am. But don't play with it and waste your time. Then you will be like, I should have never did it. But you know, you just got to be serious about it, too. Got to be serious. I agree. That's real. I would say. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Denitria. I'm sorry. I would say, trust yourself. I would say, because most people tell you, you know, wait until this or do that I would say trust yourself like you never know what's on the other side have that leap of faith take the risk and if you really is seriously passionate about it and you it's, it's part of your purpose you can't do nothing but flourishing it That's right. so I would say trust yourself and do what you feel is the most thing that you need to do or do what you feel is right not what other people say but do what you feel is right they don't know shit no way. Right. Advice. Eight out of ten, they really don't know. They just speaking to you from their own like fears, casting them on you. So that that's a real thing. We, they don't know shit. Real. <laughs> don't be listening. Hashtag. They don't know shit. <laughs> that needs don't know shit. <laughs> okay. Well, we Denitra, you made it clear how folks can find you and not find you last time. But Dan, um, if you want to go ahead and tell people how to follow the business businesses and support or get at you. Um, so I am on Instagram for my exotic wear at UI underscore exotic wear. Facebook is the exact same. Um, real estate, 
you just find me as Danielle James. Uh, inbox me. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Keep it so simple. So, huh? Brigelle, I'm a real estate investor at Brigelle Investment Company. So, I buy houses as is. Wait, spell it out because you know we don't try to help people. Brigelle Investor on Instagram and Denitra Brigelle on Facebook. Yeah, yes. I probably would have spelled Brazil wrong too. How you spell that? <laughs> B-R-I-J-E-L. And believe it or not, I hate it. I hated my middle name, it's but it's nice. my business. I like it though. Me too. Sounds very That's why I said I'm gonna use it, you know. We're gonna do that. So UI exotic wear. You know, some of y'all be wanting to wear exotic stuff anyways, just because that's right. Spice it up for your man, your yourself. You know, don't be boring. <laughs> <laughs> a little excitement in your life. A little spice. A little excitement in your life. So, yeah. And not just the exotic wear. The shop is fully expanded. I offer all products, toys, you name it, enhancements. Come on, toys. <laughs> come on, toys. Come on, toys. I got to come check. I got to come check you out. Yes, man. I've got this watch, y'all. So it's like a, it looks like a Fitbit. I'm going to show y'all real quick. Oh is about to scare the hell out of people if you coming back with a watch and we tying that into sex i'm scared mm. <laughs> oh my i've God. got this little watch guys and it comes with this little curve which oh can be God. inserted in your underwear or whatever wherever um but this is for your partner or yourself and it looks like a fitbit right just a pretty normal looking little watch very discreet this can work. Now, here I am promoting and advertising, but this can work up to 32 feet away from your partner. So if you guys are at the mall and you're like, get over here, press the little watch. Oh, you're like, oh my goodness, okay, I'm coming. So you, you and could be at dinner. You could be anywhere. Date night. I would highly encourage you guys to invest in it. You look shot. Girl, look at this. This is the This is one of my favorites right now, seriously. Oh my God. So where can they get this next watch? <laughs> UI exotic wear. I've got them on deck. <laughs> UI exotic wear. I got sex watches, y'all. Okay. The lingerie pieces to go with it. Yeah, we got everything. Come visit. Come shop. Come visit. Even if you don't shop, just come visit. That way you can, you know, just <laughs> that just totally threw me off. Let me get it back together. <laughs> I'll be getting the watch. <laughs> So y'all, we got this bosses. Y'all need a house, some drawers, some sex toys, um, sex watch, some <laughs> sex. We're gonna have y'all covered. We gonna have from the house covered. that you may need to put the watch on in. You need a roof <laughs> so over the your head. You work inside of the watch. I mean, inside of the house with the watch. We got y'all. You need a roof over your head to rock that bed. Amen. That's, woo! <laughs> we love it. <laughs> That's how we turn up. <laughs> This is I love it. I love it. Leave it to a St. Louis girl to, to to make that type of combination. But we're gonna continue right. to have boss talk. It's just it's so much to cover on this topic, especially humble beginnings and coming from nothing and making some shit happen. But I do want to remind y'all, as always, um, 
First of all, thanks for joining in today. We are still in a pandemic. Please wash your hands, wear your mask, socially distance, and um, take time to clean out your dirty bag. Thank you. Darling, there's only one God. Well, darling, there's only one God.